0: All right, we welcome to Below the Belt show, actor extraordinaire, belt. James Moses Black. What's up, James? Oh, man, I'm just happy to be
1: hitting Below the Belt. Below the
0: Belt, my belt. man. Good to have you on the show, yeah. man. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Hang on, we're going to adjust that. All right. So, first of all, we got to talk about a great trailer that I just checked out, man, for... Uh, for this great film called Black and Blue from Screen Gems, uh, man, I mean, dude, action-packed, lots of controversy, yeah. and with wow. a lot of the cop drama going in and the cop controversy happening in today's society, I'd say a very right. fitting movie right now, wouldn't you say?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think so, man. It has a lot of elements of today. You know, uh, I, I know. You, I don't know if you've seen all the movie, but you know, it even starts off with. Uh, you know the whole hoodie situation and the person being somewhere where they the, the police think they shouldn't be uh i play uh i play a veteran cop it's also uh, a little bit of uh, a uh, corrupt cop and uh, and i am actually naomi's um sort of partner uh by default and that's where the story starts off at wow
0: and you, pl- you play yeah. opposite naomi harris who's an amazing actress and also yeah, Frank Grillo, and Mike Frank Coulter. Grillo. Yep,
1: yep. Luke Cage. Luke
0: Cage himself, my man. Luke mm. Cage. Like, also, Reed Luke Scott, Reed Duggan. Scott from Veep, and Tyrese Gibson. Yep, so, man, what a great cast you have! Uh, what a ensemble handsome
2: cast you've got there. Oh, handsome yeah, cast! Was, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I
1: heard somebody say a handsome cast. I'm like, is that just a picture of one picture of me? we can throw you in that box too
0: so sabrina's throwing you in that box james pardon me sabrina's throwing you in that handsome box as well
1: oh well thank you sabrina i appreciate that you know you know
2: i just Uh, appreciate beauty as i was telling these fellas earlier
1: (laughs) 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 yeah i i I appreciate beauty too once in a while, I, I see a beast, but it's okay. Once in while, I see a beast.
0: Oh, my. Oh my. Have, have you been with any beasts? Uh,
1: of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> <laughs> it would be a lot have
0: easier have to
2: forget too. those times you. if you didn't bring them up. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, beasts play an important role in the development of your... Uh, psychology you know. <laughs> <In green. laughs>
0: that's hysterical man that's hysterical wow so yeah. so about the, the social issues that you know that come with being a cop today obviously you know there's been a lot of controversy with certain police officers that have mm-hmm. you know treated uh, individuals unfairly let's just say um what, what what social issues can we expect out of uh, black and blue well you could you know
1: we, the way I looked at it, uh, uh, the way I looked at it, man, is that sooner or later we got to figure out as a community, and not just an African American community or a white community or a Filipino community, because I think the, the 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 aspects of our the behavior and how other people feel about the cops, uh, we we got to start to work on that, man. Yeah. You know, we got to we got to have a community that feels safe with police, and police that feels safe with a community. You know, uh, it, it works both ways. Instead of right now, it's all cops aren't bad. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not saying I have relatives who are police officers, right. of course. But good people, man. It's just, you know, you know what it says. It's like, you know, one one bad apple, you know, might spoil the whole thing. I think that's what the Osman brothers said. But, uh, you know, it, 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 to me, it tells the truth about some situations in America, a lot of situations, And it also gives a a, a light on, you know, the goodness of some people who have integrity, period. You know what I mean? Regardless of whether they wear a blue uniform or a fire uniform or, uh, you know, a McDonald's uniform, people have integrity. And I think that's what part of the ideal of the movie is about, is that you have to have integrity if you're going Mm. to move like this in the world, you know. Wow. and my, my 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 person had integrity at, at one point in his life and then this catastrophic thing happened and then you know he was kind of bribed out of having uh, integrity across the board and then in, in fact I was talking about someone i you know I can recall every instance where I've gotten mm-hmm. um, not not necessarily assaulted but I've got harassed by police so one of the things I did oh, wow. in my and in my sort of uh, uh building of this person deacon brown is that i i pulled back all those experiences that i had and i made this one cop that was just the worst cop ever wow but he had a heart he had a heart he didn't he didn't want the alicia's character involved with it but he had a heart and the the most difficult thing and in, in his his position was is that he was facing peer pressure at, at the same time even as a veteran cop you know so um, wow. I, I thought I did a good part. There it was one time I Can got stopped uh, here in LA, and I had yeah, a, had that's all I was gonna Z get to. Z4. Yeah, yeah, I, I got Personal stopped fears. here in LA. I had a Z4, I had top down, It was all black, murdered out, and I had a hoodie on. Oh boy! So you know, I, I, but you know, I'm like I'm riding how I want to ride. Right. Like, so pull around a a, a a bus or something, whatever. And they kind of fast, but I got pulled over by this cop. And, and a cop was a black cop, you know, but I didn't think I had an advantage. I was just saying, okay, maybe he won't be a, right. a, you know, a jerk. But, you know, the minute he told me, keep my hands on the wheel, I was like, oh, no. This might go down from a black cop.
0: Wow. So it's, not,
1: it's not necessarily that it is a black or white cop thing, but it is actually, I think, a character issue that some police might run into in terms of they might witness something else it's corrupt and they might think that that's the norm. That's what they can get away with. Right. Or that's what they can do. So And then it becomes a normal behavior, you know.
0: Profiling is a normal behavior, right? Is that yeah. basically what happens? I definitely yeah. think so. Sabrina, yeah. you
1: have you
2: experienced uh a... yeah, I have experienced this on a few different occasions.
0: Of being profiled. Um
2: through. of being profiled, of being in a in a situation where um actually, when i when I moved from pa- South um Patterson Park, um I was in a car with a guy who had dreads and um, my other friend who was black and my one friend that was white. And as soon as we got pulled over because we knew we weren't speeding, I had all of my stuff in the car.. Um, as soon as we got pulled over, the cop, my my white friend actually was like, is this what it's like being black in Baltimore? And we chuckled for a second. Um, but the cop, when we came up and he was like, um, do you know why I stopped you? He was like, no, I don't. I was following the speed limit. I've used my signals. I know my headlights mm-hmm. are working. And the cop was like, well, I'm just going to need to see your license and registration anyway. I'm sure something will come up. And I'm
0: like, oh, I'm okay. sure. See, they're already assuming that something mm-hmm. will come up when yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, So that's just.
2: It was just, it was awful. Um, and the guy who had dreads, um, he was like, "What's your name?" Like, I know the chief of police over there. So yeah, I'll, I will definitely be making a complaint. And once he started saying, yeah. um, stuff like that, the cop kind of backed down and was like, "Well, I'm just gonna let you go with a warning." <laughs> like, but he never even told yeah. us what we did wrong.
3: Yeah, but a warning about if what? You stop, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. And cops even do yeah. that. They actually um, they need to meet a quota each month about uh, the number oh, of arrests boy. that they get, the number of. Um, uh, crimes that they uh, solve and such within whatever city they're a part of. So, uh, they're and under pressure. They, they, they basically will sometimes you know create a situation in order to keep... Oh, boy. Make it yeah. appears that the numbers are higher than they actually are. So how how close like to,
0: the, yeah, did the this film come to, yeah, to the, reality?
3: Uh, I think the fifth yeah, yeah. season of The Wire kind of covers that a little bit. Yeah.
1: I mean, when they ask you, you know why you stop me? I go, let me guess. Yeah, I'll guess just two things. One, my car's flat. <laughs> okay <laughs> you know you want to give them the most ridiculous answer that you, you can you
0: know? know. <laughs> <laughs> my season robot card didn't work <laughs> dude, uh, dude I'm reading your bio James and you actually are uh, have experience with stand-up comedy and now it makes sense uh, you did some routines at the University of Minnesota uh, before yeah. transferring to uh, Central State University of Ohio uh-huh. Uh, but you performed at Andrew uh, Andrew Ford's Comedy Club in Columbus, right. and traveled Russell yeah. Simmons Russell Simmons HBO Comedy Tour, man.
1: Yeah, we did. I opened up in Pittsburgh and one time in Philly. And, oh, cool. Uh, that was that was that was back when they had like Bernie Mac, Hamburger, Joe Torre's, uh, Steve Harvey, D L Hughes. That 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 was the original uh, uh, Def Jam Comedy Squad. Mm. Uh, and and uh, I had opened up for them, and then I did some comedy in Ohio with Andrew Ford. I got I, you know comedy is a, comedy was a funny thing in the '90s. Like, if, right. if you did comedy as a black comic that means you had to do comedy the rest of your life, and yeah. the rest of your life was the '90s. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's and when there the was
0: that's when there was no controversy, and people weren't snowflakes, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, you could do comedy, but you know, you, there was it, there was just uh, you had a certain amount of life shelf life, you know. And then okay. once you wanted to cross over to drama, they were like, Nah, dude, you're a comic. But now you see comics doing, you know, serious stuff. Well, not so much there, but dramedy stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I I cut it out a little earlier because I didn't want to fall into that hole of uh, the '90s. You know, you're just going to do comedy in the '90s. Right. And I wanted I wanted. To be a little
3: broader in, like, film and TV and stuff. We were just talking about earlier on, like, Bill Burr, apparently, is showing up in, what is it, the Mandalorian TV show, the new Star Wars show, <laughs> but who, and Bill Burr has adamantly said he hates Star Wars. He just did it because he got paid. So, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, You know, comics, there's only one or two reasons you do a job. Mm. One, money, two, another chance. <laughs> <Star Wars. laughs>
0: But you got to work with a, yeah. a guy. I got to work with Orlando Jones. Um, really cool guy. Yeah. Um that's your your TV yeah. uh, debut. So, you sh- I guess they, you transitioned from stand-up comedy, and then you made your debut on the Orlando Jones show.
1: Yeah, my, no my my first uh, my first TV show was on the widest show in America. Uh, which I was like I thought I was perhaps Only the the first black person On this show Okay It was the Gilmore Girl. Oh come
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first TV show Okay Oh wow The, the bio says This is your television debut is. is Orlando Jones But now Gilmore so, Girls Yes
1: that, <laughs> Gilmore Girls Was the first one man. Because <laughs> I think uh, it, uh, was Orlando Jones came up But it was like The whitest show in America <laughs> like, <it was laughs> the show on, the, on the Gilmore Girls Uh, I I can
3: I can can beat that. Nine oh two one oh was the whitest show in America. That was Oh uh, well,
1: that's because there was no black people in Beverly Hills. That's (laughs) right. Exactly. (laughs) It'd be a controversy, you know what I mean? It's it like when, when the hostables came on, it was like, what you mean this black lawyers and black docs? <laughs> <laughs>
0: and look where Bill is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Felicia's
1: is still
0: out, so it's all good. It's all good. So, hey, man, I, I think it's amazing what you've accomplished. I'm looking at your IMDb, man. Lots of TV credits, man. Um, man, what what has been your favorite television credit to date? Uh, two.
1: Uh, I would say Sunny in Philadelphia was nice. probably one of my one of my favorite jobs to do with uh, Danny DeVito, Charlie Day, Rob, Glenn. Oh, we the are very movie. familiar. That that was probably one of my favorite shows to do. And then I, I did. Uh, I mean, there's I a lot that I I, I, I like, but I like I did Cold Case when I was uh, Michael B. Jordan's father.
0: Oh, nice. Be-
1: yeah, I was he, I was his father before he was Michael B. Jordan. He was like Michael B. Scottie Pippen. You know, <laughs> 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 That is great, you know, dude. He, he he didn't get the Jordan yet, you know, now okay. he got the Jordan, so you know, he Michael B.
0: Jordan. I love now. that man.
1: Well, but he could have been like Michael B. Ku or whatever the was. <laughs>
0: This is great. So I got to recently work on the television show *This Is Us* uh, in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Uh, tell us about your experience working with um, with uh, just an esteemed cast and such a great show. I mean, it's been nominated so many times over. Stone right. K. Brown, especially. Uh, you work closely with him, and your character is Reverend
1: Holly. Reverend Holly. Yes. yes I was uh, I, uh, I I was actually Randall's sort of sounding board about what he should do. Nice. And not to get it twisted about what he's, you know, he's, he's, he's gotten versus what he can't do. And it was, it was good. It was a good scene. With Sterling is such a, a, a great actor, man, you know. Um, I think the first season he cried too much, but it, it was good. I was like, all right, brother, second season. Now, don't, you know, don't cry a lot here. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, he had that, that little tear to come out of his left corner of the yep, eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he shuts the whole show down. Then people be crying, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> what, on this, on this episode, I was like, all right, bro, listen, don't cry.
0: A, <laughs> There's a lot of a crying pie, on that bro. show in general, right?
1: Yeah, it's a lot of crying on that show, bro. I said, I'm just giving you a pie and telling you the facts of life. You know what I mean? That, that's mm-hmm. all that's gonna happen man. But it's he was such a he's such a great actor. He draws it mm-hmm. out of you. You know when two people act it's one thing happens is that it it should be such a generous thing that you get what they're saying and you give back what you mean um Mm -hmm. in response to what they're saying yeah that's that's when that's when acting really it turns into something different where you don't think people are acting anymore you know what i mean right like Mm -hmm. i my my motto is i take everything personal you know when i act i take it personal (laughs)
0: Um. What so I think it, is interesting, someone as funny as you, with a comedy background, you've done a fair share of television dramas. Um, and right. I, I don't see too many comedy uh, series uh, that you, but you seem to definitely cover the dramas more so. For someone yeah, that's done I, on a comedy, yeah. Yeah,
1: I've, I've covered the the dramas really well, man. I, absolutely. Um, but I, you know, it's it's. Uh, I'm ready to do some comedy now. I'm not going to get on stage because I think I'm. I, okay. I don't have the time for that. But I'm ready to do some comedies now. I think the world has opened up. You can you can write a show now, which I write also. You can write a show that's funny and serious at the same time. So I think that's part of it. But I, you know, I'm funny in a way that uh, I, I'm built differently. I look at serious things, and I gotta see the light in order for me to you know proceed. I gotta there's often something humorous about this tragedy. Mm-hmm. You know, when a person, when you ever see a person like laugh through some tragedy, you know that means that tragedy is serious. You know, if they have a just a, a glimpse of like they laugh to to defend off or to defend off the, 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 the tears, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think humor sometimes can be a part of tragedy, and not humor like ha ha, but humor will help. You know, sometimes helps us. You know, get through tragedy. <laughs>
0: I love that, yeah. man. That was a really well yeah. said. That's fantastic, man. Um, so recently, yeah. This Is Us, and um, looking at your bio, you got a, a couple other cool things. Obviously, we're talking about mostly um, black and blue, but there's another thing here I'm reading. Uh, Amazon's Operation 8888, 8,888.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're about I don't that really project. Think they said it like that, uh, that'd be a long title, Al. They, you know, Would it be they Operation 8888?
0: Like oh, 8888? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not
0: 8888? 8, oh. Hey,
1: Al, that was some straight white dude
3: stuff,
1: right? There. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even white. That's <laughs> the worst
0: part. He's not even white. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, well, Al, so yeah, he's Italian, I think. <laughs> close <laughs> enough, he's close
0: right. enough, close enough. But, but, but you, know, like,
1: you know, I say it's Operation 8888. Okay. Thank Al you. Al thank Soto you. Says, Al, Al, Al Soto says, it, oh, James, this is eight, oh, it's Operation 8888. <laughs> wow, Sorry, Al, it's not the name of the show. And if it's the
0: name of the show
1: now, Al, we're going to cut it. Oh, it's man. A, it's are going Operation A. We'll short Operation A.
0: What can you tell us about that that project?
1: Uh, Nothing. <laughs> no we shot it in mexico cool. it's uh, coming out on amazon next year uh amazon international nda amazon right can't amazon talk about it yeah you know you know what they do man you have a relationship with someone and all of a sudden you can't talk about it
0: the all last right. night
1: you know it's just like it's
0: yeah. just something we should look out for
1: yes absolutely absolutely right. and then i wrote and I, I write too <laughs> I, I got a couple projects in production right now um, the one I'm really excited about is, is called uh, 55. It's about a, uh, the first integrated hotel and casino in America. Oh, cool. got a lot of number it's movies really going on. nonfiction. It mm-hmm. opened in Las Vegas in 1955 and closed in the same year. And it's about a guy who uh, finds out that he is not uh, as white as he thinks. Okay. And uh, his, whole, his whole world flips upside down from there.
0: You mentioned a lot of number movies uh projects, right? Serena. Yeah, I was just yeah. saying you
2: got a lot of projects with numbers 55, 88, 80 or 8,888.
1: 800. uh oh. oh, oh. You, did,
0: <laughs> you, did, you did you did a yeah, short I don't know why. You did a short film in 2006 called 1111. Wow, you yeah. love these numbers, yeah. don't one, you? One, one, one. And you were on 911 on Fox. <laughs> wow.
1: This is really good. Man. You're you're pulling up some stuff that I didn't even know. <laughs> 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 How hey did you like dad, d- you remember that show forty four forty four? Right four
3: forty four is the prequel to eighty eight eighty eight. There you go. And eleven eleven
2: uh, no, is the no, uh, forty four forty four okay. Forty
1: four forty four is the prequel to forty five and out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so 9-11 What oh, well, we mentioned, 9-11 That was actually fairly recent You played the character Carl Peters How was that experience?
1: Yeah, yeah He was uh, he was a, the zookeeper at the uh, We actually shot it at the Santa Mon- uh, uh, I'm sorry, not Santa Monica What's the next city?
0: San Diego? Venice
1: No, up, above, uh, going north Ventura Where Oprah has her house Montecito and Santa Ana? Santa Santa, Santa Barbara. Barbara? Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Yeah, yeah, Thank one. you. Yeah. We, started at, we shot it at the Santa Barbara Zoo, which he, uh, oh, a woman cool. had donated that property uh, for the Santa Barbara Zoo. But we shot it. And it was about just an animal coming out. Uh, he uh, he had a coming out party. He jumped the fence, and then he started attacking people. Mm-hmm. I did a similar show about animals on PBS called Zoo. And it was about uh, the, the animals just went crazy in the universe and started doing all things kind of things to humans, humans which I played a, an African uh, guardsman, you know.
2: So kind of like yeah. Planet of the Apes, or no?
1: I'm going to say no on that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That I don't
2: know
0: about that comparison. Yeah.
1: But I, I, yeah, was, like, like, I was
2: thinking the animals like come to DJ life and they do things to the people.
0: You, yeah, are you alluding yeah. to the intelligent animals? Mm-hmm. Is that... Yeah. You know,
1: well, it's, yeah. The, well, I, I don't know where she got Planet of the Apes from, uh, but it's kind of like saying zoo, and then she says, it's kind of like Sesame Street, right, James? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sabrina. So that's, like the, that's the new, new review, Sabrina. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's that's, that's not nice close. but uh,
0: yeah. And, hey, you're part of the Marvel MCU. I see a credit for uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. What's going yeah, on with that? Yeah, I did that? the
1: voiceover. I, did, yeah. I did The Angriest Man in Hollywood's voice, and then I did Logan. No, Logan. Is Logan, Logan Marvel? Yeah, Logan's Logan Marvel. Logan is Marvel. Marvel. Yes. yes, Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, I, uh, Logan. Logan, yeah. Uh, Dude, are you, did, a, uh, are you
0: a fan of the superhero genre?
1: You know, I am, I'm, but I think my last superhero was Wolverine, like Sabrina said. I think I like Wolverine the most. I, I mean, look, half man, half wolf, you know yeah i mm-hmm. like a beer or two on a saturday night yeah like call me wolverine you know what i mean so <laughs> uh yeah i i like i like Hugh jackman a lot he's a he's a great dude great performer awesome uh, he's probably the, the one that i like the most out of all that marvel
0: yeah film. well yeah because ma- yeah. yeah your character major in logan yeah the, i i do recall your character in this one yeah um whereas yeah. the spider and yeah. far from home that was a voiceover gig
1: Yes, voiceover for Samuel Jackson.
0: Yes. Oh wow! I
1: bet. You know, that's wow.
0: So you, okay. you, you personally can do uh Sam Jackson impersonation. Have you done that often?
1: No, man, because uh, you know uh, I haven't had the opportunity. You know Sam Jackson makes, I heard, makes two million dollars a week. <clears throat> so uh, if you want him to do a voiceover or his ADR, you, you got to pay him for that. So they brought in James
0: moses black uh you know uh, to save a few th- to
1: pay- save a few dollars
0: <laughs> <laughs> but i think they're on to something if you have if you could emulate uh you know sam jackson's voice i think you know that's something yeah. that you, you know you could do forever yeah. uh you know as long as sam's uh, doing films
1: well, I'd like to jump out of Sam's body and be my own body, you know, but mm-hmm.
0: it's okay. I can make some money like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> Yo, uh, James Moses Black, what an incredible interview here on Below the Belt show. Uh, thanks for, all for calling your pleasure. in. pleasure. And, of course, check out In Theaters Now, Black and Blue from Screen Gems, and Black then and hopefully we'll be on Video On Demand uh, shortly, right?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say no, Al. Uh, I wanted to at least get like three weeks in the theater before. Yes! Down man. All right, yeah. All right. All right. well Nice. So hopefully it does end up, uh, and and I hope you uh, all enjoy it. I enjoyed being on below the belt.
0: Awesome, man. But I'll tell you what, James. There's a lot of movies going from, going from the theaters and then going straight to like Netflix and Amazon Prime. It's been happening yeah. lately. So I wasn't sure if it was one of those yeah. deals. Yeah, I
1: think they're gonna try to squeeze at least four weeks in the in the, in okay. the, uh, in the, in, in the theatrical world. It's not going to be like The Irishman where it's going to be in the theater. Right. Really, and then be on Netflix the next week. So, right. You know, but but uh, I don't know how long. I don't know if anybody can watch a three-hour and 45-minute movie. I don't I know. Saw I, 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 I
0: saw it. I saw Sneak Peek. Yeah. yeah. it's a long one.
1: <laughs> it's a long movie. Yeah. So.
0: so before <laughs> we let you go, just, James,
1: if you could yeah, let yeah. us know
0: who you are, throw out a plug for Black and Blue or whatever you want to plug. Let us know you're on Below the Belt.
1: All right, hey, this is James Moses Black Deacon Brown on Black and Blue, a new movie from Sony Screen Gems, starring Naomi Harris, Tyrese Gibson, Frank Grillo, uh, Reed, and Bo Knapp. and we are in your local theaters. We'll be there for a while. Uh, I am on for anybody under fifty. Uh, I'm on Graham. Anybody over fifty, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> and on Graham, you can follow me at <laughs> Who Is James Moses Black, and on Facebook. You can just look up James Moses' Black.
0: And if you could let us know which show you're on.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, the next show is going to be Operation eight, 8. No, I'm
0: talking eight, about our show.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, I I said. I'm sorry. Yeah, You know what? You're absolutely right. Let me start this again. Okay, so, sure. I enjoyed being on Below the Belt with Al, Sabrina, and the Ghost Voice. Uh, it was a great show. <laughs> <laughs> all of you... I hope all of you tune in and listen. These folks are incredible. They know how to ask questions, and they're not all redundant. Nice. I will be in your movie theaters on Black and Blue from November, uh, October 25th, I hope until December 25th. But if you get the chance, come on out. It's a great thriller. Action-packed from start to beginning. And remember, you heard it first or second, maybe third, on Below the Bell. Y-
0: yes! James, thanks so much. That was a great interview.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate y'all. All
0: All right. We're going to check it out. Black and Blue in theaters now, my man. Thanks so much. Thanks, Al. Oh, and happy
1: Halloween. Halloween. Happy Halloween.
0: Happy Halloween. Uh, There's a
1: Halloween party next door, but I'm going to kind of stay in the house because they (laughs) sound like they are, you
0: know, haunted. My man. Thanks for calling in. Have a good night. Bye-bye.
1: All right. (laughs) Bye-bye.